Vanochtend wil ik bykie verder praat, ons, het, ons thema voor die jaar, our theme for the year is prayer and care, and we've started the last few weeks on prayer, and we said that the best prayer is the prayer that you pray when you're alone at home. Because that is the prayer that impresses nobody. <coughs> Dit is die gebed wat niemand kan beindruk. If you even bother to make the time to close the door and to pray on your own to the Lord, it is the most beautiful of all, because that's where your heart is. And then we spoke about what doesn't impress God. God didn't say we must not pray corporately. He didn't say it's wrong to pray in the temple. But he says, when you go and pray, wanneer jy gaan bid, moet jy nie weet, wees soos die skynheilig is, wat graag hierdie fancy gebede wil bid, dat allemaal sal sê, jy, daar ouds daarom goed, he. listen how he prays, he's so amazing. And he says, it's not the purpose that you get a shine, the purpose is that God is glorified. And that he says, rather go in, lock yourself into the closet and pray, and your father who sees in secret will reward you as well, even in secret. Toe gaan ons in en ons begin praat oor cooperative prayer. And we said that to pray together more as one is also beautiful and it's in the Bible. The best prayer is when you're on your own. Maar wanneer jy cooperatief bid met jou boeties en sissies, dan word ek kracht release. En God wil graag hier ons met soos saam bid. Want as kracht wat vrygestel word in een deur gebed, Maar dit moet altyd oprecht wees. En Jesus het die voorbeeld vir ons gestel. Jesus set the example when, I mean, he knew his father intimately. But Jesus was never familiar with his father. He addressed him as holy father. He addressed him as righteous father. That's for me very interesting. He who knew him, he who was one with his father, just had such a respect and taught people to respect God when you pray in the name of Jesus to the Father. We've touched on a little bit of our Father which art in heaven. And today I'm going to share a little bit shorter and then we're going to dedicate children at the end of the service. But today I'm going to be speaking on going even smaller corporate and I want to talk about praying together as a family. Dit is ook baie persoonlik en intiem, wanneer jy saam bid as een familie, wanneer jy en jou vrou en jou kinders om die eetkamer tafel sit, en daar is gebed wat plaasvind. Dit is kostbaar. And so I've sent out the message, but that's not what I'm going to really stick to today, but I'm going to talk about the family that prays together, stays together, and when we say that, we're not talking about religious prayers, because that won't keep the family together. We're building on the basis of the last few weeks that says, a family that prays upright, sincere, believing God is the best gift you can give to your family. Mark that sin. Ek lach so, ek het al stories gehoor van kinders wat rebels is, 
en hulle wil nie ophou nie, en die maas God, uh, 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 godlike vrou, en die, die maas sê, wel ek wil net vir jou sê, die Heere spaar jou elke keer, ek wil net vir jou sê, van vandag gaan ek ophou vir jou bid, want jy wil ons nie change nie, dan sê die kind, ma, jy, jy doen enig iets, maar net nie ophou vir my bid nie, weet jy kom, want gebed is nie een nice idee, gebed werk, ek is ernstig, gebed werk, en ons wil graag een grondslag leef vandag, nou ek praat nooit getuinis oor myself, want ek dink dis nie, dis lekker om een ander ouse getuinis te hoor, maar ek wil net vir julle vertel wat interessant is, want ek het voorbereid, maar gister het ek gaan stap, ek probeer stap, en is interessant, my staptijd, as ek een uur, twee uur, drie uur of vier uur gaan stap, dan is het een wonderlijke tijd om saam te fellowship met die vader. En as jy hier wegspring, vijf uur die ochend is redelijk donker, of half zes voor het bykie licht, kan jy so fellowship met die heren, daar is nie mense, daar is niks wat jou plaan nie, en jy kan net gesels met die heren. En gister ochend weet ek nie, hoekom dit gebeur nie? Um, ek wil dit net vir julle sê, dit is net een nice getuinis. Spring ek weg so half zes, en ek loop af in die straat, en ek begin gewoonlik my tyd met gebed met die onse vader. En dan begin ek bid vir my vrou, my twee seens, die ouderlinge, my leiers, die streeksleiers, mense wat behoefte het, dan werk ek maar dier die lysie. Verstaan jy? Maar dan begin ek met die onse vader. I start with the father, the Lord's prayer. And I was walking down the road and I said, Our father which art in heaven, or my father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then when I said, give me today my daily bread. No, this is true story. Give me today my daily bread. I was down there in the bottom of Saitrand. Nobody put your hand up, eh? Nobody. I was in the bottom. I said, give me today my daily bread. And as I looked down, there was a 50 rand, a 50 rand note lying on the top. Give me today my daily bread. I picked it up, got home. I said, doll, look at this. This is like amazing. Now, that doesn't happen every day, I promise you. Money doesn't fall from heaven. Someone dropped it, I'm sure. And if, if it's, I know it's none of you because you weren't there early in the morning. But isn't that amazing? Just to say, it's like something God just said. Father, I pray that give me today my daily bread. And then forgive me my trespasses as I forgive them their trespasses. Guys, sleetel tot gebed. Vergewe my my oortredinge, soos ek hulle vergewe wat teen my oortree het. Dit is baie belangrik. Maar toe kom ek huis toe as een rijk man. Omdat ek gebid het, nee, ek spot somme. Verkeerde motief. Dit was net een surprise. Totally a surprise. Picking up a 50 rand. 50 rand nogal. And I thought, Lord, this is just amazing. As I prayed, give me today my daily bread. The Lord says, I can supply your daily bread like nothing. Just be sincere. Walk with me. Trust me. I will look after you, my son. You are my possession. I love you. I care for you. I care for your family. Amen. Guys, God cares for you. We said it a while ago. God does not have exclusive blue-eyed boys or apple of his eye. We are all. But you have to start walking into that. Do you face challenges, pastor? 
you bet, we face them. And so this morning, I want to just lay a bit of a further foundation back to the word and back to the question that I want to ask this morning. Oh man, the praise and worship was lovely this morning. Do you agree? Man, I just sense the warmth of the Lord this morning. Thank you, music team. And I just, I just want to go back to the word and I have to back it from the word. I can't. I can't let you believe prayer because of a testimony of that money in the street. Because then our motives will be wrong. Amen. So I just shared that because it was, for me, interesting. It just doesn't happen to me. So <laughs> that was quite cool. <clears throat> I must say, the rest of my two hours, I walked like this. <laughs> Where's the next, Lord? <laughs> Lord said, ah, 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 ah. I was just showing you that I care. <laughs> I'll be honest. Jylle soek moes een eerlijke mens. Elke blikkie, elke papierkie, kyk net of het miskien nie iets anders te is. Oh well, we all human. That was quite cool. But I have to go back to the word. And I have to ask you a very important question. Do you believe out of the word, because we start with the word, I put my faith in the word. Do you believe, really, that prayer works? You see, that's a question you've got to start with. I don't, I'm, I, some people don't pray. Some people pray because it's a habit or you must. But do you believe that your words that you speak to Father in the name of Jesus actually go somewhere? Or is it just words that float in the air? Because this is going to change. I can share testimonies of our kids and where Karina's prayed so fervently for them. And, but that's not my point. I want to know out of the word does prayer work. Because if you're going to put your faith in God through his word, through his word, and you start with me as a family and you start training your kids. So for the three sets of parents with your little babies, and for all of us with kids, it's very important what I'm saying. You've got to start with more than a ritual. Jy moet begin met meer as net a goeie ritual in your huis. Jy moet begin met iets wat jy gloe werk. Amen. Dit is waarachtig. Dat gebed werk. En kom ons hartlip dier dit vandag. Ek gaan praat bykie oor Paulus en sy uitkyk op gebed. Hy was na by die Heere, hy het Godse wil gedoen, hy het Godse wil geken. Hy het Godse wil gedoen, hy het Godse wil geken en hy was baie nabij aan die Heere en gevul met die Heilige Gees. Maar kom ons kyk in 2 Korintiërs 1 vers 11, kom ons kyk wat sê Paulus. As jy bybels het, blaai gerust saam. 2 Korintiërs 1 vers 11 in the New American Standard Bible. This is Paul writing and I've just highlighted that in the red that you can see. This is a man who was intimate with God. He knew God. He knew him he literally, personally. And prayer wasn't a problem for Paul. 
Paul was not some desperate person who had nothing in his heart, who said, He was a man of prayer. Yet he finds purpose in asking the church to pray for him. Kan ek het vastmaak? Hy was a man van gebed, maar hy het sin, en hy het dit, hy het dit van belang gesien, om vir die kerk van die dag, te vraag om vir hom ook te bid. Dis nogal cool. Let's see what he says. He says, ja, jylle kan nie jylle ding in context gaan lees, he say, you also joining in helping us through your prayers. Do you want to help me and Kareen? Pray for us. <laughs> Do you want to help your family? Pray for your family. Do you want help? Get people to pray for you. Not pathetic because you never pray, but because you believe that when more than one person prays about something, there's power released to assist and aid in this, whatever you're busy with. So he says, you're also joining in helping us through your prayers, so that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the favor bestowed on us, favor, some Bible say grace, geweldige gins op ons. Hy sê, daar gaan baie danksegging uitvloei, Dier die genade en gins wat oor ons gevloe het, hoekom? Through the praise of many. And I said it weer. Through the praise of many. We see, he says help, which is needs. And he says great thanks will be given. And he says from this favor is going to be poured out on us. Who of you want your needs met? Come on. I didn't say greets, yes, jylle het nie, amper niemand net so een ou hier het die behoefte. Jylle is ok hoor, ek ding is verkeerde gebouw vir ochend. Listen, he says helps us, helping us with our needs through your prayers. And afterwards, thanks is given by many people on behalf of that favor bestowed on us through the prayers of many. Remember, I'm going to come back to family. Do you believe prayer works? Or is it just a nice thing? Ek het ons al gesit met mense, I've sat with people, say, yeah, we pray for this, we pray for that, we're going to pray for rain, but it's going to rain or not anyway. So, yeah, I'll do the right thing, we'll just sit and pray. Or we can pray for this and pray for that, pray for your kid for a breakthrough, pray for this. It's going to happen anyway. Well, then Paul made a big mistake. And I'm only touching on a few verses. He made a big mistake by saying, Help me with prayer. I'm Paul, the mighty apostle, but I need your help. Please pray for me. And I know there is people here who pray for Karine and I. Thank you very much. I want to thank our prayer team on a Wednesday morning, Tony Betts and all of you guys who come together. Thank you for lifting us up in prayer. Anna Marie, you guys. Faithfully for two hours or more every Wednesday morning, interceding for all of you, the groups, the cells, everything, people who are ill, carrying us in prayer. Does it help? You want to bet.
You see, I'm not going to read it. You can write it down. It's just, it's just in, in Psalm 141. You, got to, you see, if we're praying, we're sending our needs to the throne room of God. And when we give thanks for this grace on us, we're giving our thanks to the throne in praise. We're giving our thanks and praise to the throne of God, like incense. So it's virook na die troon van God. Amen. David sê in Psalm 141 vers 2, dis nie, gaan nie op die boord wees nie. He says, my prayers are like incense. And I lift my hands like the evening sacrifice to you. My prayers are like incense. Jylle kan openbaring 5, 8 en 8, 4. It talks about your prayers of the saints being caught up in the bowl with the incense. Your prayers don't go nowhere. If they're righteous and upright, they go to the throne room of God and they get caught up as incense. Jou gebed is a kostbare geer vir God. Can I say that again? Your prayer is a sweet aroma for God. You're not wasting your time by praying. Let's go for it. We spoke on three things. We spoke on, will I waste my time by praying? There's needs, opportunities that I need, but I'm talking about needs, and I, there's opportunities, and there's thanks. I'm just going to go on those three this morning. Needs, opportunities, and thanks. Let's start to see with prayer on needs. Is it really worth it? You can go to the next one. In Acts 12 verse 5, the Bible talks about Peter who was in prison. Petrus was in die gevangenis, in tronk. There was a great need. A brother was in prison. It says, so Peter was kept in prison, but prayer for him was being made fervently by the church of God. It's a great need, but prayer was made for him fervently by the church of God. En weet jy wat gebeur het met hom? Hy is mos uit. En toe arreveer hy by die huis, toe sê hulle, nee, hier is spook. Nou weet ek nie of hulle gedink hulle gebede werk nie. Maar hulle het, hulle het in die bres gestaan, is dit rechte woord? Hulle het in die bres gestaan vir hulle broer in nood. En toe skid die heren en maak die tronk oop en toe kom, arreveer hy daar waar hulle bid. Ek wil net vir jou sê, moet nie so verbaas wees as jy oprecht bid, dat die heren gaan hoor en iets gaan gebeur. Sê saam my, oprecht. All right. And there was a fervent prayer made for him. So that's the first one, need. Peter was in need, kept in the prison. But prayer for him was being made fervently by the church. Prayer works. And he was released. Can you go to the next scripture? The next scripture is, again, the Apostle Paul, Colossians 4, verse 2 to 4. It's very, very interesting. The same man who wrote in Corinthians. Now he's not speaking just about a need. But yeah, it is an opportunity. He says, devote yourselves to prayer. 
devote yourselves to prayer. Why must I devote myself to something that doesn't work? That's more stupid. It's like devoting yourself to eating well and you never lose weight. Like, hello. <laughs> devote yourself to prayer. He starts by saying, devote yourself to prayer. Keep alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. Interessant. This amper die selfde as die vorige skrif in Korintheers. Hy het gesê, bid en dan gaan baie danksegging kom. Met die deurbraak is ek recht, dier die gebede van baie. But he says, devote yourselves to pray, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. And then he says, then he changes it. And now he talks about himself again, or the team that he moved with. Say span, he says, praying at the same time for us as well. Wie wat? Hy sê, devote yourselves to pray for me. But you know what? When you're praying, don't you want to also pray for me? Keep me in mind, man. This is this mighty Paul who says, devote yourselves to pray. But in all this devotion you've got to praying, whatever you're praying, let it flow out to also praying for others and their opportunities. Look what he asks for. He says, pray the same time for us as well, that God will open up to us a door for the word. That's a holy request. So that we will speak the mystery of Christ, which I've also been imprisoned, that I might make it clear in the way in which I ought to speak. I say, but, man, but, but, jylle moet toegewee wees aan gebed. I say, maar in dit, but vir my ook asjeblief, dat daar vir my a deur sal open, dat die woord sal uitgaan, en het sal oprecht wees, verstaanbaar, en al hy goed wat saam met het gaan. That's very powerful. Two times, there's more, but I'm just using this to get the point. There's two times he's asked two different churches, Corinth, Corinth and Colossia. He says, devoted to prayer, but please, pray for me as well. Say with me, I'm very strong, but I need prayer. Hallelujah. <laughs> you see, don't be shy to ask people in love to pray. Now this I'm going to bring back to family. Because you guys who are dedicating the little ones to the Lord this morning. You are sitting with little kids. Primary school and even high school. You need to teach your children that prayer actually works. That you're not wasting your time. It's not lieve Jesus help and thank you for the dag in die sonskijn. Dis mooi, jy moet dit doen. Maar jy moet ook vir jou kinders installeer, is dit die woord? Jy moet installeer in hulle geest, dat gebed werk eindelijk. You've got to install in your kids that prayer actually works. You're not wasting your time. Be devoted to prayer. And pray that I'll have a door that opens. You guys encouraged? Is jylle recht? Jylle is stil. Hierheen het ons stil gemaakt. Dan praat hy van danksegging. Thanks. We had needs. Pray for needs. You might be surprised. That our God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory. God can do exceedingly abundantly above what you can think or ask. Pray for opportunities. You'll be amazed if you pray. 
how God will open doors. But we're going to correct a few things now. now. We're going to talk about needs and greeds. We're going to talk about why God doesn't answer prayer. <laughs> He's got the right to not answer prayer. God has the right not to answer God is not our dienstknecht. Nie. Ja, jyre, ek het gebed. Jy moet dit doen. Rechtig. God is God. Hy het recht om sy wil te doen, constant. En dis hoe kom ons die laaste twee, drie weke gesê, dit gaan oor een hart van nederigheid voor God, wat hy jou hart ken. Ons het Van die begin af in Korintiërs het ons gesien dat hy praat van behoefte en dankzegging. Behoefte en dankzegging. En kom ons lees 1 Thessalonians 5 vers 17 en 18. 1 Thessalonians 5 vers 17 en 18. He says, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of, this is God's will for you in Christ. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. But, sonder ophou, maar met alles, he a gees van danksegging. Amen. In alles, gee dank aan die Vader. Nie vir in alles. Ons het dit al een paar maanden, jare teruggedoen, in die droogte, wat so terrible was het ons gesê, kom ons gee dank in die omstandighede. Ons is nie kranksinnig om te sê, dankie dat die vee nie kan leef nie, en die oeste kan nie opkom, nee, ons, maar ons gee dank in dit, dat God goed is, en hy is oorwinnaar, en hy sal my deurbreek, hy sal my leer die deur, ek sal sterker word, give thanks in everything. Amen? Wat sê jy eindelijk? Ek sê eindelijk, hierdie moet ons vir ons kinders begin leer, van kleins af. Dit vat my lang. <coughs> my vrou is getuie, as ek julle geimpie los. Vir jare was woord my sterk punt. Woord. My gebed my swak punt. Weet jy kom? want ek het een pa gehad wat geirriteerd was as ek iets praat met hom. My vader vergier in my leven was onblikkelijk geirriteerd as ek om iets vraag. So ek het nie gebother nie. Praat met pa, los het maar. Hoe stiller, hoe beter. En dan kom ek en ek word kind van God en ek is oortuig ek is sy seen, maar ek wil hom nie pla met nonsens nie. En hier het begin vir my sê, you have not, because you ask not. You have not, because you ask not. I don't know about you, but I'm busy learning that I'm not irritating God when I speak to him. I'm learning. Don't laugh at me. Maybe it doesn't happen in your life. Maybe you had a physical papa, but you can net op sy skoot geklim het elke dag. My pa had ek avoid, want as ek om pla, is het nacht. Ja, as jy om irriteer, en hy het baie gedrink, he poes out a lot, and when he was frustrated, boy, you would know, you don't worry him. 
And so you grow up with this thing that you don't worry your father. You ask him for nothing. He must not give when he wants to give. <laughs> you understand? But something's changing in my heart. There's coming a joy to fellowship with God, even in prayer. But now, I want to share on you a few blockages, just two. Dads, husbands, people, listen carefully. Not all prayer gets answered. There are two reasons. One is it's just simply not God's will, so it won't be answered. Make peace with that. The other is, you've got a blockage that you need to deal with. The one is, it's net in vader Godse wil. Hy gaat dit nie vir jou gee nie. Jy is oprecht en alles is fijn. Hy gaan dit net nie vir jou gee nie. Sê saam met my, ek maak vrede, dat ek nie alles sal kry. Want miskien sal dit jou breek. Amen. Maar as ook een plek waar ek en jy oprecht moet eerlik wees, wat jy miskien een blokkasie het, met gebed. En die twee is bykie vir my bang. Dis ook om ek sê, ek deel nie my special getuine mense, like om hulle eie goed vir mense te deel. En dan naderhand hardloop jy achter een mens aan en nie achter God aan nie. Kan ek het net sê, wees eerlik dat jy nie achter een mens hardloop nie. Jy gaan gedrop word. You run after God, you don't run after a person. People have feet of clay. I'm just saying that as a warning. <clears throat> Let's go to the first blockage. Now, uh, can we go to James? James chapter 4. Okay, I'll, I'll read that one. You can take that one off. I'll read James chapter 4 verse 3. I'm going to read this. Jacobus, hoofdstuk 4. Kom ons lees saam. James chapter 4, verse 3. It says, You ask. This is blockage time now, okay? Let's be realistic. You ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives. Hmm. You ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives. Say some with me. My motif met vrouw moet oprecht wees. He says you ask and you don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you can spend it, that which you're asking for, for your own pleasures. Be careful of a gospel that gets sold, that God will just give you everything for your pleasure. He does give you the desires of your heart, and he gives us pleasures. But there's a time that we start to think we can manipulate God and ask him with the wrong motive, and we'll spend it on our own pleasures. Die behoefte van die oopdeer met Paulus, die behoefte van die tronk, was alles met rechte behoeftes, dit was nie selfsuchtige plesiere nie. 
en ons kom in een evangelie, wat jy kan net sê en bid wat jy wil, dan krijg jy dit, dan kan jy dit op jou plezier spandeer. En per kom die Heere, en hy sien ons, met iets wat wonderlijke plezier gee, is ek reg. Maar as tye wat hy eenvoudig sê, nou, this will, this will break you. If I give it to you, it's going to break you. Because you want it, because you want to spend it on your pleasure. So all I ask is, be upright, when you ask God. He does give you the delights. He wants us to have pleasure in him and with him. But when that pleasure will distract you, this interesting that he for the rich young man said, "Can verkoop alles en volg my." This by interesting. He is not the one who has welfare, but he understood that this downfall is his welfare. His welfare breaks him and his relationship with God. He has to now more and for sure not more. As hy meer krijgt, gaat hij nog minder dieren volg. Maar dan het jy ou soos Abraham, wat die Heere soos sien, en hy follow the Lord. It's interesting. God works individually with you. But remember, a blockage can be when your motive is selfish. The next one, husbands, this is one of the very scary verses. You can put on one, Peter. 1 Peter 3 verse 7, and this is the one for me that, oof, ek wil altyd mooi wees met Karin. Want <laughs> die Heere ken my hart. I must be nice to my wife. Bible says, you husbands in the same way, live with your wife in an understanding way. Now this is suddenly personal. Husbands, I don't live in your house. I don't know how you speak to your wife. Yeah, at church you speak nice. I don't know how you speak back home. I don't know how you act back home with your wife. That's your business. But the Bible says, husbands, live with your wife in an understanding way as with someone weaker. And since she's a woman, and show her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life. Look in the red. So that your prayers won't be hindered. Married guys, can I tell you something? Many of us prayers don't get answered because we're not living with our wives in an understanding way. And wives don't manipulate that verse. Yeah, I'm serious. Vrouwens, moet nie die vers manipuleer nie. Jy is Godse heilige dochters. Moet nie sê, ja, jy het nie gehoor wat die pastoor gesê het nie. But husbands, it's true. It's interesting, it didn't say wives, if you don't live in an understanding way. It says husbands, if you don't live in an understanding way, your prayers will be hindered. Two blockages, wrong motive and living in your home. Incorrect. It's going to block prayers big time. You're going to have frustration after frustration and you have battle with breakthroughs and you've got to go home now and sit and say, Father, as a family, what are you saying to me about my personal prayer life. Is there a blockage or is there not? And so as we start closing off just before we bring up the couples with the little ones. Is jylle okay? Maak so is jylle reg. Guys, we have to lay this foundation. We can't just, you know, wow, it was wonderful. And you go home and there's nothing about this prayer or oprechtheid. Won't work. We have to lay the right foundations.
So before we dedicate now, dads and men, your role in the home, I want to just emphasize this. The first one is, and I'm speaking specifically to fathers because I'm a father myself. And you've got children, so for the people that have been dedicating their kids today, this is for you plus everybody else. Ephesians 6 verse 4. We go through it quick. Ephesians 6 verse 4. It says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. The previous one says, Husband, live with your wife in an understanding way. The next one, don't provoke your children to anger. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Who must bring up the children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord? Fathers. Interesting, we're living in a society with absent fathers. We live in a society where when Kareen and the people that work in the prison, it's an old story, you know. When it's Mother's Day, they fill in Mother's Day cards by the thousands. When it's Father's Day, they don't even bother. Because they don't even know who's their fathers. Because fathers, you've been targeted by Satan. Because he knows the authority you have as head of your home if you will bring up your children in the ways of the Lord. In the discipline and the instruction of the Lord, we leave it to moms. The dads do very little. Pastor, veroordeel jy my, ek werk die hele dag. Ja, well, prijs die Heere, jy het werk. Maar die tye wanneer jy by die huis is, maak een effort om te sit met die kinders. That discipline means... To train your children, guys with the babies this morning, discipline, train your children for full maturity. That's quite interesting, eh? That word discipline in the original means to train for full maturity. Instruction or admonishing means to work through processes, to find and do God's solutions with your kids. Fathers, can I say that? Dads, become involved with your kids and get involved in their spiritual lives. Family that prays together stays together. Get involved in instructing and disciplining, not hidings the whole time. Disciplining and instructing your children in the ways of the Lord. There's anointing on you, Dad, that you don't even know is there. Can I get weer say, Pass, das is salving op jou van God, om jou kinders groot te maak in Jerese weer. Jy gaan verbaas wees, hoe sal jou kinders respond. Kevin, you're sitting there with a little Kaylin, Kaylin, and she's how old now? Five months. She's small, but Kevin, instruct in the ways of the Lord. Start now, dads. If your baby's small, you say, no, it's still mommy's time. The books say, yes, mommy will do the big bulk now. But dads, start and make prayer, make instruction, teaching them. Building them from now ready. Because when they're old, they won't depart from it. And then dads. The next one, and this is the last verse, and we'll call the parents up. 1 Timothy 2 verse 8. Therefore I want men in every place to do what? I want men in every place. To do what? To pray. I want men in every place. Wherever you find yourself, at work, at home, I want men in every place to pray. 
lifting up holy hands without wrath and dissension. Sonder woede en strieveling. Mans, die Heere sê, ek wil hee mans, moet oorhal, waar hulle is, bid, vooral in hulle huise. En ek wil hee mans, moet hulle hande licht, it says, with lifting holy hands, without wrath and dissension. Wat het ons geleer? Jy is een man, jy moet beklui. Jy is daar, jy is nie as een sienie. Ek kan het vat, ek vat een punch, ek vastbuit. En die laaste ding wat ons leer, is om te bid, en heilige hande te licht. Dis amper teen ons grein. Maar dis eindelijk die ding wat ons families nodig het. Does it make sense? It's exactly the opposite of what we think. You're not weak to lift your hands. You're fulfilling God's manhood when you lift your hands. So I want to do an exercise before we call the people. Please don't be shy. I just want to be obedient. Can all the men in the house stand? Wives? Or if your wives are not with, can you see the men standing? For a start, if you if your husband's with you, if you're alone, it's fine. If your husband's with you, just tuck him on the beer of your hip and say, Ek trots op jou, laat jy staan. Sê vir hom, moet nie skaam wees nie. Het is a familie. Right, mans. Maak so. Moet nie skaam wees nie. Kom ons vat die tweede een ook. Vrou, tik jou man op jy hip. Sê, jo, ek trots op jou, jy lig jou hande. Kom ons bid saam, bid achter my aan, met jou hande op hoog. Lord Jesus, thank you that from today, I won't be shy to pray and to lift these holy hands in prayer. And I honor you, Jesus, that I'll be an example of an unashamed man to my wife and my children. In Jesus' name, amen. Wife, tuck him on the hip and say, you're amazing. Come on, guys, that wasn't difficult, was it? Wasn't that special? You guys are very quiet. Stolte kerk.